Welcome back. It's not welcome back. To Lost Levels Club. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you got me there. Okay, this time round. <laughs> we didn't we didn't have a section for the um for the jingle. We we'd have a jingle spot. Uh, we we didn't have a jingle spot in the last podcast because I'm not sure I've actually got a jingle. For these game related ones, I've been trying to rip some audio from the game and put it in mm. while doing the fair use dance. You know, fair use, <laughs> fair use. That's my talisman of uh, please don't sue me. That's got to be an animated GIF. Oh my gosh. If, if everyone wants to animate that, yeah. Animate Mike. What are we talking about? Fallout 4. Fallout 4, yes. A relatively spoiler-free impressions on Fallout 4 because I don't feel like we're done with it. I've played, at this point, around about 20 hours. I've started pulling at the thread of the main story, but I don't think I'm that far through it. And you, on the other hand? I've played around 10 hours. But I feel like a lot of that time I spent faffing around whether it be setting up my machine, like getting my PC playing nicely, or just understanding mechanics. Yeah, there's quite, I mean, there's quite a lot to understand there. I definitely feel like I'm walking at the moment, not running. Yeah. Not even jogging here. (laughs) And it's certainly not fast traveling. Yeah. And and, and you were saying like, plot wise, you haven't even got to Diamond City? No, I've not even got to Diamond City. Yeah, which is probably actually similar to me at around 10 hours. I think I had to deliberately decide to go there. I was expecting the game to send me there. And in the end, it was like, I want to see Diamond City. And this game is clearly never going to take me there. I'm just going to ignore all my missions and just walk there. Agreed. Yes, on both those points. I think I've come to the realization at 10 hours that the game is not helping me to progress the story in any way. Yeah, and it's actually... That sums up the game in itself, actually. It's not helping me with anything. It's just there, like, this is what's on offer. Enjoy. Well, the thing is, even as someone who's played previous Fallout games, there are a lot of mechanics in this that are just not well explained. Uh, Not well explained at all. And I've also found it very confusing, some of the changes. Uh, You know, the whole settlement thing is new. The way power armor works is totally different. Uh, so that there have been a lot of weird and confusing things for me as well. I, I've also found it not immediately obvious what to do a lot of the time. Should we go back to like the very, the very beginning and talk about our builds? Yeah, sure. So, so I've gone with high charisma. I think it's high luck and high intelligence. And then the others I just couldn't give a shit, if I'm honest. When you say couldn't give a shit, are we talking like one or two points? Or are we talking like... So strength is going to stay at one point. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, that's pretty interesting. But okay, yeah. Okay. I thought, fuck it. Okay. Well, See what happens. Especially in the light of some other things that you've done. Okay, that's interesting. And so really, literally at one or two points. I'm actually going to... I'm committed to leaving strength at one point. Wow, okay. And see what happens. Okay. Because how you've sold Fallout to me is that it's part of fun is experimenting... And having a sort of an even character is actually no fun. You should max things out and just... Yeah, well, I mean, weirdly, my character, I've just 
fall into the trap of playing the same character I always play in this kind of game, which is actually really dull. I feel like I should, apart from the fact I've sunk 20 hours into it already, I almost feel like I should start again. So I've, I've gone for a very dull max int character. So this time around, intelligence gives you an XP bonus. So I'm getting double XP for everything. So I've got 10 int. You put 10 in? I put 10 into int. Straight from the off? From the offset, okay. yeah. So I've got 10 in. And the other stats are all fairly middling. They're like fours, five, sixes. So 10 in and then four to six in all the other stats. Okay, very balanced then. Yeah, pretty balanced. But it's it's actually very dull. I mean, I, the thing is, I can do everything, but it's not particularly interesting. And the way I'm playing the game is just very formulaic of just shoot things. I can hack everything. I can lockpick everything. But it, it's not fun and ridiculous i'm thinking what would have been more fun would be to make a character with (laughs) you know 10 charisma 10 luck maybe 10 strength you know max one of those instead and fuck everything else zero intelligence zero yeah literally yeah the lowest possible because it it seems like it's not in the previous fallout games your build was your build and it was a really integral part of your character if your character had like less than three in then your character was an idiot and you've got dumb conversation options and you were just stupid and that was just you. And, you know, if you were really weedy, you had really low strength, well, then you were just really weak. You know, good luck punching something. You're going to do F all damage. But shit, it's not like that now because you can, when you level up, you can just change your stats. You can have, eventually you can have 10 across the board if you want it. And so, it, and that means that if your character has one in, they can't make you sound like a, an idiot because you might bump your in up later on. So I do think they've taken away a lot of the agency when you make your character to really roleplay your character. Your, your character is almost something they've given you this time. And, and your stats affect gameplay, but they don't really affect the story. The roleplay. The roleplay, yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. They don't really affect the roleplay anymore they just affect the mechanics of the gameplay instead like when you come to shoot and your health and whatever but yeah and and that kind of feeds into the voicing of the character too the character is voiced and i i no longer feel like the character is some extension of who i am being i feel like the character is the character and i'm just puppeting them but you know in previous fallout games you can do things like you can decide just to blow up the city there's a nuke in the middle of the city you can just set it off you can be like you can be evil and here i don't feel like i can really be evil i don't think the character's voice changes if you become like a psychopath oh that's interesting you know i think you just always sound like this fairly middle of the road reasonable guy or or woman so i feel like some of the agency has been taken from you and do other rpgs do this though do any of the bioware rpgs do this well you're talking about like mass effect or something i think i think again mass effect Mass Effect, they quite explicitly put in this renegade system, didn't they? But like Paragon you... and Renegade. But when you're... Does the voice acting change? I think the voice acting... Well, Mass Effect is written in such a way that you can be Paragon or Renegade at any time. But if you do renegade actions, there's like a whole renegade voice acting path for the renegade for the renegade actions. But I don't think it changes your general demeanour. Okay. No. But Fallout used to, when it wasn't voiced, you had a karma system people would react to you differently. If you had low karma because you were evil, people would react to you differently. And I don't think that's the case this time. I, I haven't seen any explicit mention of karma. Then again, I haven't really gone around killing and murdering. I think the idea is that the NPCs will support or encourage or whatever the um, the traits of the NPC, they will praise or 
discourage I don't know I don't know what the words are encourage or discourage your behavior whether it li- aligns with their own but, but this is for your companions yeah yeah but that's it I think that's as far as as far as, as, far as, as it goes yeah. yeah so on the one hand something has been added with the voice acting but something has been lost as well it's not like it's purely a positive was Fallout 3 voice acted for the NPCs for the NPCs yes but not for the main character okay in a, in a weird sort of weird direction, I actually want to talk about what you're playing on, how you're playing it, which we probably should have talked about before the characters. Yes. <laughs> so we're both playing on PC. We're both playing on PC. And I have a fairly monstrous PC. Uh, I've got two 290Xs, so I'm running it just at max everything. Are you running at 1080 or even... Uh, I'm running at 1440p. And everything's on ultra. Everything's on ultra. So everything is maxed out. Uh, everything is maxed out uh, at 1440p. Uh, and I have two monitors. So it's running on one of the monitors and the other monitor is just doing other stuff. Oh, how many frames are you getting? Uh, it's not a solid 60, actually. I It is dropping sometimes. See, I'm not getting a solid 60 frames per second. Uh, but it's certainly very playable. I think. It, I mean, I think it is a 60 frames per second a lot of the time. Is it capped? I think it's capped, yeah. That it's definitely capped because there's been a lot of weird videos of people showing what happens if you uncap the frame rate and the physics starts going weird. It's using this Gamebryo engine, I think, which is what they've used since Morrowind, I think, actually. Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, and the previous Fallout games, all using this engine. And I think this engine just does not handle going above 60 frames per second well. Okay. And keyboard and mouse. Keyboard and mouse, yeah. Why not controller? I've just always played the Fallout games with keyboard and mouse. So, why stop? Okay. Yeah, and, and it, it, I'm playing it like an FPS. So, keyboard and mouse, much more accurate. For me, anyway. But you? I'm playing... I have a 270. I think it's a vanilla 270, actually. I'm able to put everything on high and up on 1080. And I can hit around 50 frames a second. And something... From all the preview and all the hype, everyone said Fallout 4 is not a pretty game from what they had seen. I think it's a pretty game. Yeah, it's funny. What, what, I mean, what are people's? What do people count as being a pretty game these days? I think it certainly looks better than Fallout 3. I think they're comparing it to what else is out there. I guess like Witcher 3. Yeah. I, mean, I think Witcher 3 is undoubtedly prettier. But it's still in its pretty in its own right. Yeah, I still think it looks good. I think it looks pretty good. In the same way that GTA can't be isn't perfect because it's a sort of it's an open world game and there's a lot of moving parts to it fallout does the same or not so much moving sometimes if i'm honest i think fallout is reaching the limits you know there it does show that this engine has been organically built upon each time and there are certain fundamental things about it that they can't that they can't fix now how old is morrowind Morrowind is like 2001 or two. Okay. I mean, that's that's a long time ago. It's an old engine. Yeah. And okay, one final thing was I'm playing on a controller with a controller. Yeah, that's because you want to play on your couch. I did want to, but that's not working out. You said the mapping's not working. Yeah, and it actually it's a bit sluggish. Okay. So the combat, when those feral, feral ghouls, they, yeah. when they rush you, they really rush you. <laughs> They're not messing around. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you in the end are playing just at your desk. Yeah. Okay. 
maybe I should play it like an FPS. Yeah, why why controller? I'm just curious. Are you playing it from you're playing it from the first person perspective though, yeah. not third person? And are you using VATS much? I started off using VATS a lot. But then I realised <laughs> I don't think my build is suitable for VATS. And actually there's some weirdness where your action points don't seem to align properly with what gun you're holding, for instance. If I have a submachine gun, I don't seem to be able to fire off more bullets than I can with a say a bolt action okay, this is a ridiculous example. Like if I have a bolt action rifle versus a machine gun, the am- amount of AP each one takes isn't it, it fires a burst though with a machine gun, doesn't it? For yeah, each chunk. But it's not um doesn't seem very relative. It's Yeah, you would you would think you'd be able to fire more Much more. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like it's tied to the rate of fire of the gun. Yeah. I again actually I think my build is not particularly suited to VATS. And I've mostly found myself using VATS just to line up on an enemy, just to like be sure. If I'm not sure exactly where the enemy is, but I know there's an enemy around, I just hit the VATS key to try and to try and lock onto them. And then if you exit VATS it's locked on. It's not locked on, but I'll be facing the right direction and on it'll highlight them so I know exactly where they are. So I found myself using VATS more for that. And then when I've actually tried to shoot with VATS, because my I think perception stat is not particularly good, it's like four or something, it's very middle of the road, I don't really hit very often with VATS. Ditto. Yeah, but when I'm playing it like an FPS, uh, they've they've really revamped the gunplay this time. It feels it feels very responsive like and like an FPS. And it's the opposite of what I said last time about Fallout 3. So in Fallout 3, you do have stats that control your you know your gunplay. So you have like small guns, uh, energy weapons, whatever. And if you've got low stats on that, it does impact your aiming. This time, all of those skills are gone. So it is like Destiny now. And Borderlands, the stats are tied to the gun, but not to you. So all of the weapons, you're just as accurate as you could be with that gun. And... Because I'm playing with a mouse and keyboard, you know, you can you can be very accurate with a mouse and keyboard. I think my concerns with okay, why I went down the VATS route is because of the ammo. I thought ammo would be scarcer, and therefore I would need to be more accurate. And I thought VATS would give me that. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean ammo has just turned out not to be a concern it's as well. Not a concern. I remember thinking uh I remember having the laser the laser um laser musket. And I mean that thing is quite slow to shoot anyway uh, but I only had what like 50 60 rounds for it and I was thinking oh, I'm going to go through these quite quickly and then getting a laser rifle which I could fire much more rapidly and thinking oh this is going to last me hardly any time at all but then I had to fight a load of enemies that use laser weapons and suddenly I've got 600 rounds now and I'm I'm regularly encountering people with laser weapons now so I'm in no danger of running out of ammo and then ditto for the bullet weapons too I've got I'm finding good bullet weapons and I've got boatloads of ammo so it's not a concern and also my my current reckless gameplay style is literally run up and shoot them in the face with a shotgun uh no not with a shotgun because the shotgun's rubbish uh shotgun's okay i thought uh yeah i don't know i just prefer to unload with um i I, i've found i found some pretty decent guns i've got a fairly decent laser rifle and i've got i've got a pretty good pistol i've got some like silenced powerful 10 millimeter pistol are you modding your guns uh, so I'm not modding my guns because I actually just keep finding guns that are better than I can make the mods for. Uh, so I would expect that I'm relatively high level because I've got double XP from having 10 in. But the highest level of the gun nut perk that I could take at this at this level or of the science perk I could take, I can't craft better gun mods than I'm just finding off enemies. So 
I, I don't really get it. Are you um, moving mods between your guns? No, because I didn't actually realise you could do this until I listened to the giant bombcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I thought that the mod was on the gun and if I took it off, then it was gone. I, I would just lose it. I didn't realise I could actually take the mods off the guns and put them on until I heard them talking about it on the giant bombcast the other day. So I might start doing that now because uh, I have found, say, a laser rifle that sets people on fire and some other kinds of stocks and stuff. And I could put them on my good laser rifle. Uh, but I, I didn't realise I could move them from one to the other. So now I know that I can, yeah, I, I might start doing that. No, I haven't been doing it after now, though, <laughs> is the short answer. Uh, and yeah, and I haven't, I, like I said, I haven't really been gone into the crafting because I, I don't think I can, I don't think it's worth it. I can't make stuff as good as the stuff I'm finding. Okay. How much of a hoarder are you? I don't feel the need to pick up everything that's not nailed down. Why not? habit i pick up every gun weirdly i pick up every single gun but i'm not picking up all the random junk because you're not planning to do the crafting well it's it's because i think it's it's habit like i said i'm i'm still kind of playing this like fallout 3 and the random junk was just random junk in fallout 3 and new vegas so i'm picking some stuff up but generally no, I'm just leaving it. I mean, I always the thing is, I know that if I really need to, I'll just fast travel back and pick it all up. So I'm not planning to do the settlement building stuff right now, which is where you really need a lot of the junk for. Why not? Well, you know, why not collect the junk now and not save yourself the hassle later? Because you know, encumbrance. Because you know, I'm not a dirty cheater like you. <laughs> but you, okay, okay, before, okay, ignoring that. You could fast travel between your two points. You know, your other answer was to get an SSD, a bigger SSD, so you can load faster. So you yeah. fast travel quicker. Yeah, you're right. I could do that, but I think I'm still wanting to play this with like some semblance of role play. I mean, it is ridiculous just to like shuttle back and forth across eight hours of in-game time uh, to to pick up a load of light bulbs or something. So. I'm I'm generally picking up all the guns as I go. I've got a companion with me. I played with a, a dog meat, the dog, for a long time, but I've started trying to switch out for some of the human companions just for, or, or non-animal companions, like this is a super mutant companion as well. Is he human? I guess he's still kind of technically human. Super mutant, right? No, um, uh, yeah, it's very un-PC. But I, I'm I'm not using them much for the combat. I'm using them most for the dialogue, just the story, questy stuff. And um, as extended backpacks i mostly use them just for the carrying capacity now we're talking about companions i've not come across anything that shows me my relationship with my companion but there is you can ask them ask dog meat uh you can't ask dog meat dog meat always loves you oh good yeah but the but the others like uh codsworth and a bunch of others who you won't have met yet because they're in diamond city you can ask them oh what what do you think about a relationship and they'll tell you. So it's not like Diamond Dog. I can blow up dog meat and it's, he's happy with that. He still well, loves He's not going to be happy with it. But yeah, he'll put up with you. I don't think there's any like bond level with dog meat. I think okay. dog meat always will forgive you. Since you've already alluded to it, I've decided to set my encumbrance to... Okay, I, ch- I thought about setting it to a thousand, but then the console command actually adds a thousand. So it's one, two, ten now. I find this really bizarre that why add a thousand? Why not add ten thousand? 
because I don't want to take the piss. <laughs> You're already taking the piss. You're already as strong as five mere mortals. <laughs> I don't even know how much investing skill points into strength will make. Uh, that's why I thought it was really funny that you're explicitly having one strength and then you're then hacking away all of the downsides of having, well, not all the downsides, but some of the downsides of having one strength. I, I think, though, even if you max strength, your carrying capacity is going to be, what, like three or four hundred at best, I think. Okay. So, yeah, whatevs. Again, Giant Bombcast, they talk about doing the same thing. So I, I think it's a common it's a common way for people to want to play the game. And it's an interesting streamlining decision to make. If, if you look at, say, Baldur's Gate versus Pillars of Eternity, Baldur's Gate, you actually have a very limited inventory capacity. Uh, and I think in Pillars of Eternity, you can just literally carry anything you want in a limitless and weightless fashion because they know that if you really wanted to do it, you could do it. It would just be really inconvenient. You just leave piles of stuff lying around or whatever. So, you know, why not just suspend belief and let you do it for convenience? Because it's more fun. Interestingly, Baldur's Gate 2, I can leave stuff behind. Really? And I won't vary it between... Because it's just money to me. Yeah. Money doesn't mean anything. But because it's materials, that's more valuable to me. But have you been doing the settlement building stuff? No. I have been crafting guns. You've been crafting guns? Yeah, I don't think that will last me very long. So, do you make guns from scratch or you just add mods? Add mods. So what kind of stuff have you done? I've just changed the chassis. Upgraded the barrel. And things that will just give me more more damage at the moment. Okay. Okay. But, I, I think I just put up with it until I find a better gun. <laughs> but I think gun nut kicks in and then I'm, I get blocked off very quickly, I think. Yeah. But these, you know, these are things that are presented to you in Fallout, so you ha- you embrace it not knowing what the what the implications of them are. So I've, I'm doing it. It may not last very long. Next time I talk about it, I'll say I've given up on crafting guns. Yeah, maybe. I think, well, I think there are no bad choices this time around. I think it's designed in such a way that nothing is undoable. At most, you're wasting a few points, and it's not going to take you long to earn those points back. And I'm just carrying around eight points. I think I've got eight unspent skill points, just because I just don't really know what to spend them on, and I'm just hoarding them. Wait, but you're level 17. Yeah. So you've only spent nine skill points, nine yeah. points. Yeah, I've got eight just unspent points. What is points. going on? Give them to me. <laughs> I'll take them. What is going on here? Yeah, I'm I'm min maxing in some insane way but clearly you're not doing it because you've just got eight skill points spent. I- i'm just in the minning phase <laughs> okay or or have you got some long-term plan where you know that at x level you need to unload all eight points somewhere yeah i haven't thought that far ahead i don't know i, I was thinking more that i might want to i haven't quite decided what to do with the character yeah i mean i think is i could just chuck them all into luck maybe i should just chuck them all into luck and have have a fun ridiculous character mm, i'm gonna have a lucky character yeah, because I, you know, like I said my character is really boring at the moment. It's a fun game, but at the same time, it's very formulaic. It feels a lot like characters I've played before. And yeah, maybe I should just try making a really, a really lucky character. I mean, maybe a really strong, dumb, lucky character would have been funnier. But you know, I can just make a character lucky, and then I have to replay twenty hours of, of the game. Yeah, because I clearly don't need those points for lockpicking or gun nut or whatever else it was since uh, I'm doing fine without them 
something else, you know, things we do because they're what we do and we don't know why. So I'm collecting a lot of meat that has rads in them and I don't know why. I'm not touching it. I'm not going near it because there's rads. Oh, you should cook it. You should cook it all. I also just picked up all the meat because it's just like, oh, I can I can loot this now. And then I never ate it, but then I discovered I could cook it and it takes away all the rads. It's actually really useful. I haven't been using any stim packs. I've got like 70 stim packs. Oh. Because I've just been eating cooked meat instead. And the cooked meat gives you bonuses. Like it'll give you like rad resistance or extra AP or or extra carry capacity, which is the most useful thing. It gives like plus 25 carry capacity. So often I'll be completely encumbered. I'll have unloaded as much as I can to my companion. And I'll still be like, oh, I just want to carry one more laser rifle. And then I'll like chomp down some rad stag, uh, grilled rad stag, and I can carry an extra 25. So yeah, the cooking is actually quite useful. I do plan to go down that route because I, you know, I like to hoard some. Are they stim packs or have I yeah, confused Yeah, stim packs. It? Yeah, I'm hoarding them. Oh, so they've used the same term as Starcraft. Yeah, I think it's like quite a generic sci-fi okay, term. I, I, it's interesting the the looting mechanic in this game. Have you noticed that you know you don't have to open containers anymore? You just look at them and you can pick up the stuff out of them. Or because I'm a noob, I don't know any better. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah previous um, Bethesda games, you have to open the container and pick stuff out of it. And you can still do that, but it is quite nice and streamlined, actually. So what is that? An extra button press? It's an extra button press, and it pauses the game while it brings up the menu interface. Okay. I guess it doesn't work so well when there's loads of stuff in the container, but for the randomly generated stuff, they just don't put that much stuff in each container now, I guess, for that to work. So you're sorting through each container as you come across them so that you're you know you're picking out the gun and leaving the junk yeah most most containers only contain ammo or meds That's true. or junk so i'm just skipping over the ones that contain just junk so interesting yeah i guess it's, we're very different we're very different at some point if i need to obviously i'll just go back and pick up all the junk but I've kind of, again, like this is the whole min-maxing thing. I've kind of decided I can't be asked to do the settlements until I've got supply lines so I can share the workshop inventories. And to do that, I need six charisma. And I could just put a point into charisma, but I know at some point I'm going to find a charisma bobblehead that will give me plus one charisma. So I'm just waiting for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's my insane min-maxing strategy. And it also means I've got an excuse just to put off the settlement building and play the game. That's a good thing. Yeah, because I don't know how fleshed out the settlement building part of it is. As you talked about, well, having a global workshop. I thought the workshops were global by default. I would say that would be a nice quality of life improvement. You know, and streamlining. That would be a nice thing to have. I think I'd be much more likely to play the settlement game if it was like that from the outset. Yeah. So next time I load it up, I have to do some consolidation of all my workshops. Yeah, have you just been dumping it whichever one? I I, I dump everything in Sanctuary. I've gone with the garage. The garage. And Abernathy Abernathy Farm. They were the two I thought they would be the same, but they're not. Hmm. Do you sleep? I've never slept in Fallout. No. Well, at least I've never slept in Fallout 4. So I know that if you play, you have to correct me if I'm wrong here, in one of the older Fallouts, maybe 3 or New Vegas, if you play in some hardcore mode, you would 
suffer from sleep deprivation. Yeah, I think New Vegas hardcore mode, but I didn't play hardcore mode. Hardcore mode was hardcore because you had to drink, uh, you had to eat, and all the ammo had weight, so no more carrying around 600 bullets that will actually have tangible weight. So no, I'd never actually played hardcore mode. I think it makes it a very different game. It's probably actually more fun in some ways because you really have to make real decisions rather than just waltzing around the wasteland. But no, I just never sleep. So I sort of stumbled into sleeping, not knowing why I thought I'd do it. And you get a bonus for it, but they never explain. But I guess it's the same with with Metal Gear, where if you have a shower, you get some bonus. Yeah, that's true. And they never explain that either, do yeah. they? Maybe, yeah. But you don't plan to sleep. No. Even knowing what you know now. Now I know there's a bonus, but yeah, I'm not sure I can bother to sleep. I'm going to sleep. Okay. I think the only thing I want to say is I'm a fucking idiot. Skill points and perk points were shared. I thought you got your skill points for every, you know, level up and then your perk points will come in later. But they're shared and I've somehow assigned them all to my skills. So you haven't, you haven't put in any perks? I put in two. But it must be a case where I started mousing over the perks first. So I thought, hey, I've got a perk point. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this the trap of having done too much research? Because previous Fallout games, that's how it worked. Maybe. Well, it used to be that you got skill points that affected your skills. Uh, and the number of skill points you got per level was affected by your intelligence. But you, you couldn't raise your base special attributes. Like you couldn't raise strength, perception, endurance, charisma, blah, blah, blah. So, um, but, but you could raise your skills. And at every few levels, you would get a perk. And, yes. and the perks were, they would be potentially quite game-changing things. And as you say, this is the massive streamlining of the game because the skills are all gone. And they're all just rolled into the perk system now. And there are different levels of perks. And you can essentially just yeah, interchangeably at any level, choose whether to upgrade your attributes or take a perk. I think it's, for instance, with Baldur's Gate, you level up, you skill up, but you don't always get the ability to upgrade your proficiencies and things like that. Yeah. So I guess I've just assumed the same. Yeah. I I think the thing is, games where they work like that, I think they result in deeper systems but they're harder to get into. Yep. And I think it's more rewarding if you've played the game more to have those deeper mechanics, but it's also quite punishing for new players because you're getting this point and you have to spend it, but you don't know what it's worth spending it on. And you do end up just holding it. Uh, when I was playing uh, Divinity, Original Sin, we ended up saving a lot of our skill points there because it's like, I don't know what to spend this on and I don't know what's going to be good later in the game. I don't want to, I don't want to make a character that's amazing now and completely worthless later on. And we just ended up sitting on skill points for a long, long time. And that's also, I guess my habit of how I play these games. And that's why I'm sitting on all these, on all these level ups. It's crazy. Cause I would never, ever sit on these points. So I feel like I'm wasting a, a skill or an ability. You're wasting ease now but banking it for for more agency in the future i might come across something where i suddenly need to raise my strength to get through it and maybe i could just go oh okay i'm just going to take five more points in strength 
if I wanted to. Because the beauty of Fallout is that there's always more points to be gained. There's it's not finite. I think that's what helps. Yeah, there's no level cap this time around. Yeah. I think no, or no explicit level cap. Yeah, yeah. So it's not finite. So there's no, none of that fear that you can go down the wrong road. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it does make the game potentially less interesting in some ways. It does. It definitely does. Because you know that it's inevitable. You will be okay. Yeah. But it is just a game. I think I saw Ars Technica also did an article today about how stealth is just like developer sanctioned god mode. If you if you've got high enough stealth, enemies just literally won't see you. And you can anytime you want, you can just crouch and enemies will just ignore you. So the game is just a weird and broken game. And you you can maybe just roll with it. You know, maybe maybe you're setting your strength to, you know, plus a thousand, your carry weight to plus a thousand. You know, if that's what makes the game fun, then yep. then do it. And yeah, that was I mean that was something actually quick saving yeah this was such a quite interesting point about the the last game we played was undertale and in undertale everything has consequences and fallout 4 essentially nothing has consequences you know your build you can't undo it but there's always more points you never have to worry that oh i've spent this point i'm not gonna be able to spend it on something else up my character's ruined there is always more points. I mean, I'm just in some weird throwback mode where I'm hoarding them. But yeah, you're right. I really don't need to. I should just spend them. And quick save and quick load, they're pretty fast. And if you want to see how something works out, quick save, try it, and then quick load. I, I quick save. I'm not quick saving as much as I should, actually. I find uh, I do because of my strategy of run up and shoot them in the face. I do actually die every now and then. And then I discover, oh, wait, it's been 10 minutes since I last quick saved. But even 10 minutes is not a huge amount of time to have no. lost. And I have done some ridiculous things. Like there's a there's some um, there's some storyline about uh, this isn't a big spoiler, essentially just a standard bit of the plot. You find out about androids who look like humans yep. and you're trying to figure out who's uh, who's human and who's not. And I wanted to find out if a character was human or not. So I saved the game. And then shot them in the face and then went to see if they were Android body parts. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, that was interesting. Reload. Uh, or, or similarly, pickpocketing characters or hacking computers in public spaces. Like, well, I want to know what's on this computer. I'm just going to save it, hack it. And when all the guards go hostile, I'm just going to reload it again. So absolutely terrible immersion breaking. Yeah. But yeah, I'm lazy. I guess that's how I've been playing these games and have and have done for a long time. Yeah, no consequences. I mean, how are you? Are you quick saving a lot? Yeah, I'm quick saving a lot. Save scumming, constantly save scumming. It is bad. It is bad. And at the same time, it's good. <laughs> I think I'm learning that it's just not as punishing as it was built up to be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you got this idea that it was this punishing, brutal, yes. dystopian. Yeah. I don't know. It's from all the coverage, maybe. The wasteland is punishing, I thought, but it's not. No. It's not. It's not as punishing as I thought it was. It's, you know, you have to be careful, but that's it. Yeah, it's... It's not a big deal. It's it's very arcadey. Yes. It's very... And it's very FPS-like. Yes. And, again, like, the gunplay is, is really good this time around, but it's also meant it's much less like an RPG. And the crafting stuff is optional. Yeah, well, you can really tell. You can really tell it's built on the same engine as Skyrim. It really feels like Skyrim. 
much more so than Fallout 3 did. Well, actually, Fallout 3 predates Skyrim, but it feels much more like Skyrim than Fallout 3 felt like Oblivion. And the crafting, when you use a crafting system, it's even the same kind of trope as in Skyrim. You know, your character will go into some sort of generic, oh, I'm using this crafting system animation loop, uh, you know, where they're drilling stuff or whatever. Just the same way that if you use an alchemy station in Skyrim, you'll be like mixing potions and things. It's, it really feels like Skyrim with guns. So something that made me think, Miyazaki, the designer of the Dark Souls games, has said, after Dark Souls 3, no more Souls games. We want to make something new. And in the same way that with the Souls games, they've kind of made the same game just over and over again. And everyone loves them. So no one's complaining. But Does this include Bloodborne? Yes, it includes Bloodborne. So Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Bloodborne, Dark Souls 3. They're all functionally the same game, like punishing, combat, very interesting level design, not in your face, but very deep story if you go looking for it. They are fundamentally the same game. And Fallout 4 and Fallout 3 and New Vegas and, and even Skyrim and Oblivion and Warren, they've kind of just made the same game over and over again with a different coat of paint. When is it too much? When it stops selling gangbusters. Yeah, because the thing is, I say that, but I obviously do love it. I bought it before it was out. I was quite hyped for it. I was quite excited to play it. I'm kind of sad that they're not going to make more Souls games as well. So maybe I'm just like a completely... <laughs> I'm just like one of these terrible consumers. Okay, we should bring this to a close. Yeah. I, I want to start. So just from talking about it, I want to play more Fallout. Because clearly I don't appreciate the systems. They're much more complicated than I imagine them to be. And I need to change how I'm playing. I want to sleep, sort out my inventory. It's just, I don't know whether it's because I, these gamer habits, you'd like to have your house in order. I want to tidy up my character before I, I finish off. Like the fact I'm, I've denied my character points. I want to put them back in, you know, have them aligned with my skill points. Because I have all this crazy game OCD. <laughs> well, as long as you're having fun. Yeah, I am. I, I'm, I intend to play at least to the end of the story. So I'm, I'm going to finish the main story. I'm just going to wander around the wasteland and do some fun things. I might just mess with my character to make them really lucky. Just to, just to, and just to play with it a bit. I'm probably taking it too seriously at the moment. I think, I think the most fun you get from the Fallout games is actually when you take it, take it less seriously. I think after this conversation, I've looking back, I've taken it too seriously. I don't need to be quick saving that much. Oh no, quick save forever. And I need to mainline the story because it's not going to help me. Yeah, the story. I think the next time we we should talk about the story and yep. spoilers and and go into it. I know that you've not really touched on the main storyline at yep. all, and I don't think I'm that far into it either. So. So I don't think it's appropriate to really talk about it now. And you talk about barreling in with a shotgun. I think I should just, I should do just that. Because I have that's worst case, I just pull out, pull up vats and just a shotgun to the face. Perfect. Perfect. Shouldn't have said perfect. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with perfect? I've just said shotgun to the face and I've smiled and said perfect. <laughs> there are so many things wrong with that. <laughs> so... We were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. Nothing's changed. We still have Twitter, at Lost Levels Club. A blog, 
lostlevels.club. An email. Mike.and.ting at lostlevels.club. And a subreddit, which only I'm posting in. Slash r slash lostlevelsclub. Now you know my Reddit username. Shit. Rate and subscribe. Please do. Even if it's bad. Well, as you know, I can't even say that. Not if it's bad, please. Yeah, if it's bad, just email me. Thanks. Yeah, okay. Bye-bye. So Michael loves you. Bye, I love you, bye.